Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. And go to like the Tom Sawyer, Mark Twain section of the park and have Ben get on the riverboat and do a live stream from that. But we end up not going to that, that park. Mm-hmm. Time was Ben could live stream anywhere doing his silly voices. <laughs> I don't know if I want people to know what I look like when I do those voices. You're Although very, the, very the mustache. Mustache is coming out. I'm thinking about shaving down here. Oh, mustache is coming out. I want the world to know. Gonna have a mustache. Good for you, Ben. You look nice with the mustache. I'm still trying to let Stephanie um, let me have one, but she's not with it. Oh, no. When, when it happens, I, I'll be in trouble here. Yes. I like, I'll just send pictures uh, to Stephanie, like after I shave my cheeks just of the mustache. Mm-hmm. And it's like, shave it immediately. <laughs> like, I don't know. Mustaches what have a, they have a bad rap. Yeah. It 70s. makes you look like a porn star. But yeah. what's wrong with that, baby? Well, the, the second one ain't good, but the that first one is awesome. If you're gonna talk the talk, you gotta walk the walk. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. What does that mean? If you're gonna look like a porn star, you need to you lay have to pipe like a porn star. Yeah. Okay, lay well, pipe maybe, like the porn star. Maybe Ben can lay pipe like the guy in the cuckold videos, watching his lady get fucked by like a huge black guy, and he's just like <laughs> crying and masturbating. I could see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how I fuck like a porn star. I cry in master videos. <laughs> I'm a floorworm. Oh, Jesus Christ. My so, glasses um, are loose. I'm going to wait another minute for Dennis. I don't know if he's going to show or not. Um, who knows? Are you forgetting? Forget me not. It's okay, man. He didn't forget. I mean, I did postpone last minute yesterday and then, you know, kind of repone. Is that if that's a word, which I doubt? <laughs> a repone. That's where the porn star comes in. Yeah. I didn't I'm pay to- my bills and the repone man came in. I'm totally reponing all these chicks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> reponing. Um, but yeah. And then last week while you guys were in Florida, I was just, oh God, I was so sick. It was just disgusting. Oh. It was going around. Yeah, yeah. Di- yeah it was pretty gross. We it, had to actually shut down my office. <laughs> Oh, so you, so does your vacation count? <laughs> your, your vacation yeah, time? Everybody had to work from home, so they uh, were you know making up work and shit. But I was riding roller coasters. So roller coaster. <laughs> but they said I picked the absolute best week to uh, be out of town. They would have said that. They would have said that any week you were gone, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> they usually do because you're gone. Hey, I gotta let the dog in. Hang on. Yeah. yeah. See, you thought it was gonna be a bad idea to go that week. <laughs> I have saved my life. Do we have one of those eyeglasses? Oh, like hollowed out photon torpedo? Uh, yeah, buddy. Twisty, twisty. You guys playing some kind of nipple twist game over there? Twisty, yes, twisty. that's what he's doing right now. Mm, I'm not really sure exactly what he's looking for, though. Eyeglass repair kit. The little screwdriver. The I don't know where that is. Look up there on the shelf. Oh, uh, you're having eyeglass problems, too? Me, too, man. It sucks. Like I could see it if it was. Why the fuck do they make these things so small that you have to look for them when you're fucking blind? Yeah, that's the worst part. Ben, we'll just look for it later. 
I just, my glasses are falling apart and I can't see. Oh, there. No, that's Bad foul language, please. Gosh. There's children listening. There better not be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Children listen to the show. Like, that's, we're probably going to be up for a lawsuit. Yeah, we'll get arrested. Wait, what? Kids listen to what? Nobody, no kids are listening to the show. My kids listen to the show. Wow. Well, you're a terrible parent. I mean, there, there, Ben. You're not that bad. You're a wonderful guy, Ben. I'm just joshing you. Golly, stop being such a fucking sissy. Now let me kiss you on the lips. Mm. Yeah. Gosh, I'm, so, bitch. I'm so confused. <laughs> Mixed messages. Mixed messages. All right. Well, are you guys ready to start this thing? Sure. Start no shit won't be no shit. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, hey, you guys, Jillian Anderson and Helen uh, Marin, Marin for the 13th Doctor? It's interesting. It's not going to happen. Do they make lady doctors? No, but there's a push to get them to be a lady doctor, and which is fine. They, they can do that. It's possible. It's established in the canon. But the problem is that uh, it wouldn't be either of them because they're too, they're too famous. That's what they said about Peter Capaldi. No, they did. Yeah, they did. He, he's British famous. He's not American. Yeah, famous. British famous right. and American famous are really different. That's true. That's you know, true. Like, yeah, that's like Robbie Williams is still big in Britain. Yeah. Oh, thank you. When's the last time you heard anyone talking about Robbie Williams? Like in 1998. America? Exactly. Wait, isn't he uh, Hagrid? No. He was in that's... that boy, that British boy band. And then, then he did that song in the video where he took his skin off or something. I couldn't Jesus even Christ. I couldn't even name one of his songs. He had like one song that was big in America. That was it, and I can't remember the name of it either. I read something because I have like a, I could just call it my British Twitter because it's my soccer Twitter, and I just follow a bunch of Brits. And some of them were straight bitching about how Robbie Williams has won eighteen like British Grammys because they say he sucks. So I mean, he's real famous over there. He's real famous. But again, British so, famous. Yeah, British famous. Who gives a rat's yeah. ass? Who gives a rip about being British famous? You got to come across the pond and do it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. America. Hell yeah, man. You got to press those Americans. I wonder, if, I wonder if like British people look at things that are big in America and just laugh. Like, I wonder if they look at Toby Keith and just go, what is that? Like, that's just dumb. I mean, I do. Well, so. no, but a lot, of, a lot of our famous people are, are still famous over there, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, what about, like, the, the, the blue-collar comedy tour? Are they famous over there? I well, don't think I, so. I think they – well, Ron White is because Ron White's a comic genius. But, uh, wow, I, I had no idea you were such a Ron White fan. I'm a huge run. He's the most civilized of the redneck uh, or uh, Kings uh, trailer park comedy or whatever they All are. Right. So he he's the uh, he's the classy one. Oh yeah, All he's right. the one that always was you know drinking a martini or. Whatever. Well, no, he had he had the scotch on the rocks, scotch, and a cigarette, right. and, a, and a cigar. He was smoking it, a cigar. Well, yeah, I always saw him with a cigarette. And the funny thing, whenever you watch him with a cigarette, he'll be talking for a long time. And every time, the only time he actually puts the cigarette in his mouth is when he lights it. Mm-hmm. And then he does his whole bit, and the cigarette basically smokes itself because he goes to take a draw, 
then he and starts then he talking drops the punchline. Yeah, yeah. And so it's that it, it's a it's a device. He's not really he may be a smoker, I'm sure he is, but it's one of those things where it's it's a prop that he uses for, you know, the timing of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Okay. Well this episode is called Whispers. What's that? Whispers. Care, Sounds like a romance novel. Careless whispers. Yeah. You've been talking in your sleep. Mm, whispers. The episode, uh, uh, did anybody take notes or not? No. I can remember most of it. You can remember most of it? Yeah. It's All right, a great well, episode. Let's see what I can do. We'll have it. Now, I just, this, before we go into it, this episode is about O'Brien. Uh, O'Brien believes there's like a conspiracy against him or something. Uh, this just plays into my general idea that no one likes O'Brien because he's like a grumpy like old fuck that no one likes and everyone hates the whole time i'm watching this episode i'm just going it's just because it's you o'brien everybody hates you because you're a dick maybe if you were nicer to everybody i don't know i think he's a pretty nice guy he's a likable guy he's just you know grumpy he's salty this is this is one of the big o'brien episodes yeah and through the course of the series, there's a bunch of, of really good episodes like this where he's okay. the focus. And so, so would you say before Worf comes to DS9, O'Brien is the Worf? No. Okay. I don't think there is. You can't. I don't think anybody here is is the Worf. Okay. No. I mean, it's Worf is so unique of a character. Okay. Because uh, then, who would be? Uh, if you could equate it to like the popularity, O'Brien was he the one of the most popular characters on DS Nine back in the day? Because his his TNG ties, he, I don't know. I'm trying to think back, and I know he was definitely a popular character. He has his fan base, but I, I don't think he was like as, as big of a draw as, as Dax or Cisco. Okay, um, Quark was always Quark and Odo were big. So maybe he's a Geordi. I could definitely see him yeah. as a Jordy. Right. But Jordy, I mean, Jordy's got a strong fan base because you got a lot of crossover from the Reading Rainbow crowd. And he's, and he's black. And you don't have that much of a uh, Con Air crossover for uh, O'Brien. And he's black. So black Star Wars Star Trek fans have something to relate to. Like, yeah. he's, he's black, I'm black. He's got the blind crowd. The, I mean, he's big with Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. They loved Jordy because they're like, man, they this, guy, this guy see, speaks to me. See, I, I, was, I actually did an uh, email interview about that with Stevie Wonder. And when I asked him about it, he said he didn't see color. <laughs> I, I thought it was like a post-racial thing. He, now, how did you that. get your email translated to Braille? Did he just like touch the screen and there's bumps? There, well, yeah, you he know had, what a, he had an iPad. It was touchscreen. There are rumors that uh, Stevie Wonder can indeed see that his blindness has been exaggerated. Hmm. Can you imagine if it came out that he was like 2020 this whole time? Oh, um, that would be a really magnificent lie to pull off for yes. like, like 70 I, years. No, that's the thing is I, I would definitely go into one of those moments of not even mad, bro. Not even mad. Not even. I, mean, I, you, I can't. Ever, I can't ever see long. you going into a not a. I can't because I can't see you saying the word bro in in a real. I, I just did, but it didn't sound right. Yeah. Not even, Should I say bra? There you go, bro. <laughs> What's a bra? Not even mad, bra. Not even mad, bra. Um, gotcha. Yeah, there 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 are rumblings that he's not as blind as he makes himself out to be. I mean, that was some of the the mean schoolyard jokes I remember when I was a kid. Hey, did you see Stevie Wonder's new car? 
No, uh, neither is he. <laughs> He's some real half wits in uh, Alabama. That, yeah, that's Alabama sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> t- Stevie Wonder though. Would you? Would the music be less impressive if he was? If he could see? See, at this point, I would say no. Okay. Because I still have the memory of enjoying all that music. I mean, did I enjoy it because he, more because he was blind? I may have been impressed a little bit more because, okay. wow, blind Stevie guys do this. But the music was always awesome. Okay. I mean, if a, if a sighted person did that, it would be awesome. I just wouldn't be as impressed by the person. If a sighted person did that versus a blind, obviously the blind person, it's pretty impressive. A blind, uh, your not, I don't know. Should we use the term blind? Is that, or should yeah, you want to call it? I mean, he's fucking blind. Well, you can't see, so you'd call him like a, blind. a not, no, a not see. Blind. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Ben. Ben, you're on fire today. So, so the, the not sees have always made really good music. Whoa, Ben, whoa, whoa yeah. you got to dial that back, bro. We're not big with the alt right, dude. They don't like us. <laughs> It's your hat. We were really big until you started wearing your hat. And I, like, I started we're wearing the keeper, and it's just like, whoa, there's a Jew on the show. Fucking Jew. What kind, of, this podcast. what kind of goddamn podcast is this? You got a Jew and a Muslim? God <laughs> damn. And you let the woman talk for the whole episode last month. What the hell are they doing? But I am German, so that I think that kind of tips the scales a little bit. But Jews and Muslims, that ain't happening. Well, yeah, but I'm German, too. Oh, you're a German Jew. Nice. I, I'm Scots, Irish, German, and Jewish. In college, I'd get drunk, beat myself up, and feel guilty about it. <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, You're on fire today, Ben. I feel like I should just... Like get a like a, a brick wall behind you, and you could be like evening at the improv bed. Just just go for it, dude. Let me use other people's jokes all evening. But Here Jenny is just beside herself. She's so outraged that she's had her penis in your had your penis in his mouth. Look at her; she's so bummed out. Oh, did I lose you guys? No, they froze. Or someone. My internet connection is unstable. Interesting. Hello. See what happens. Did I go away or did they go away? Hmm. I guess we'll just find out because I'm still recording. They look so happy right now, though. If you could see them. I lost them. They're gone, man. They're gone. It's just me. What am I going to do? I got to talk about Star Trek all by myself. It's going to be frightening. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. I'm also pissed off at Ben's shitty jokes. We were so mad at Ben's jokes. Well, I paused the recording, so it didn't even... You wouldn't even tell. I wouldn't even really have to even edit anything. (laughs) That was nice. Very nice. Now you guys are going to come back and did you guys just make out real fast? Like, Ben, your terrible jokes are turning me on so fast. Yeah. I want my penis in you again, Ben. <laughs> that his butt hurts really bad. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, I imagine. Yeah. So this episode, Whispers. <laughs> Careless Whispers. Whispers in the wind. God rest us. I can't believe George Michael's dead, but that's another thing. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yep, and he's dead. And he had the perfect ass. Just look at his magnificent ass. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He was great, but he was one of those dudes I knew. 
gay. I didn't know what gay was, but I knew he was it. Even as a young man, I was like, I don't know what gay means, but that dude is definitely it. And I want him. I want him to sit on my face. I don't know what that means. I, I can't want, explain these feelings. I want, to, I want him to take those pearls that he has on his jacket and shove them up my ass and pull them out real slow. Oh, my God. What the hell's going on? I want him to give me a pearl necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared right now. I got to have faith that you'll pull out and not come in my butt. <laughs> Are you afraid of getting butt pregnant? <laughs> I don't have no butt babies. But there's a boom boom baby. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, O'Brien, right? Yeah, so he's on a runabout uh, zipping along at maximum warp after he comes out of the wormhole. No cum, no cum badge. I noticed that right off the bat. So I said, something here is going on. There's something fishy happening. Well, see, here's the, and I don't know if it was the angle I was looking at the TV or if our gamma is goofy, but this episode seemed really dark. It did. Like, not, not just in tone, but I'm saying, like, color-wise. It's like they turned off a light too many or something. Yeah, maybe. So I didn't notice the com badge through this yeah. whole thing at first. Yeah, I noticed the com badge right away. So I was like, wow, there's something happening here. And then O'Brien was acting real crazy. Yeah, he's uh, – and he starts talking to himself. And, Which is know, always good. I mean, that's always a sign of normality that you're just blabbering on to yourself. Well, you can play it off by uh, – you know, saying it's it's a, a personal log or yeah. captain's log or something. Dear diary. It's a podcast. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. You just have that like the, the static image of, you know, me, Jenny and, and Dennis. We're just like a screenshot that's up there. Yes. And every time Steph comes by, you just like it's a podcast. I'm podcasting. God I'm, there hasn't been power. You know, it's just now it's like <laughs> just a little four by six that's taped to the monitor. There's no power to this computer. I'm podcasting. I'm podcasting. You're not wearing pants. I'm podcasting. Okay, well, the not wearing pants thing, that, that's standard that's, amongst yeah, podcasters. Yeah, I guess it's pretty normal. I mean, Jenny's not wearing pants right now, so... Hey-o! Hey-o! So, yeah, it, this did something that I hate in uh, TV shows and movies, that is... but I didn't hate it at this point in my life when this okay. first aired. So, you know, this is like in before... It was spoiled type thing. Okay. But when shows start off with, you know, the hero isn't like, I don't know. We start the episode of Dork Trek with, with you beating up Dennis. Oh, that would never and happen. Then, Dennis and, and I are good friends. Exactly. That's why, it's, that's why it's so shocking that you're doing that. And then it stops and says 96 hours earlier. Okay. And then we flash back and then we build up to see. And oh, it wasn't really Dennis. It was an evil clone from the alt-right sent to break into our podcast and trick us. Huh? That would be really interesting if they were uh, trying to infiltrate us that hardcore by building a fake Dennis. I wonder why we've never made any money off this podcast. If they went to all that effort to do. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. I think that's why we don't make any money off the podcast. Because we have enemies out there willing to go forth with that kind of effort. Yeah, that's they're, true, man. They're holding yeah. us down. You know what? Yeah. I never thought about that. That's a good point. But that yeah. the whole thing about, oh, you know, it, it always has to do a flashback, basically. Uh -huh. And it starts, and then you're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, 36 hours earlier. Well, I felt that the episode, it was kind of done because O'Brien was like, well, let me just tell you how it all happened. But he... Right. But the thing is, it's like, he's not talking. He's just talking to the computer. So he's yeah. like, why is he telling the computer how it happened? So there's so, a record of it? Yeah, that, he says that at the beginning of it, that I don't know if anybody will, you know, when anybody will find this or if they'll find it, but, 
you know, I wanted to put this down so people would know what happened. What a fucking delusions of grandeur that guy's got. This this will go down in Starfleet history as some of the most important logs ever <laughs> dictated to a machine by a dude with a white afro. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you all of my deep inner thoughts. Well, no, Ooh, this was one of the... This is one of the things, though, like, you know, in TNG, whenever we would find some ancient spacecraft and they would go dig up the logs to see what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this is right in line with that. It's, right. it's now time. Yeah, but. <laughs> and so he's telling us the story, and I guess he scans that uh, behind him that, oh, another runabout's coming after him. And he's all like, oh, you know, I knew they'd be after me type thing. Yeah, yeah, very tough guy stuff. Yeah. I knew they'd come all over my, my face. face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can just sit back and let the, the, the Bob and Jenny show start That's up again. That's fine, man. I'm good. It, it, it was a good show. I'll just keep scribing over here. Jenny and I are just in sync, bro. We both our can't. Are in sync. Yeah, we just can't stop thinking about people coming on our face. It's true. Oh, wow. man. <laughs> well, at least O'Brien, right? Yes, yeah, so O'Brien. Francisco. Yeah. Yes. But again, I'm not a big O'Brien. I'm going to tell you, I'm not a big O'Brien fan. He's just too grumpy. He's just. See, as a grumpy Irishman, I, I kind of like the guy. I don't you know. know. I, don't yes, remember, yeah. I don't remember him being this grumpy on, on TNG. Maybe it's because he didn't have a lot of lines. Yeah, it wasn't until like fifth or sixth season once he got married and became an I interesting I was about to character. say, he's been married to Keiko for a couple of years now. Life is starting to wear him down. He's getting a little bit grumpy. See, but I don't know if you, I can't, I don't even know if I could just blame this on Keiko. Maybe he just hates his life, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's she's a, a big part That's of why it. he married Keiko. Yeah, he's like, you know what? This ain't going to get any better for me. You know, I might as well marry this. At least she's kind of hot, you know? You know, Asian chicks put out. This this should be okay. She's uh, schooled in the art of pleasing men from the Orient. That's how they do there. <laughs> she worked at a steaming cream before. Yeah, oh, yeah. She was on I mean, yeah, she was the steaming cream master. <laughs> she, she steamed all the creams. It's probably how he met her. He yeah, was I walking mean, down the street. There, there was uh, the the standard uh, blue face guy that was the barber mm-hmm. with yep. the one t- pole, and then down front there was the the steaming cream with the two barber yeah. poles. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "That's where I want to go. <laughs> so I don't need a haircut that bad." <laughs> and that's why he always has the afro. Mm-hmm. I, need my, I need my dick tugged on. Hey yo, <laughs> steaming cream. <laughs> I had a dollar for every time Jenny said that at the house. But I, I need to get my dick tugged on. Yeah. It's always a weird time. Like, or steam and cream AO. Because <laughs> both are both. pretty awesome. And she says both. Usually the yeah, steam and cream AO is when she makes coffee in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Nice little cappuccino. And that's, we get uh, O'Brien's coffee fetish going in this one with his, uh, his uh, coffee Jamaican blend. Double strong, double sweet. Yeah. So. Makes it black and sweet. Yeah. Black, sweet Jamaicans. Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah. Sweet, black Jamaicans. But I mean, double strong, double sweet. That's a lot of sugar, O'Brien. You're going to get diabetes. That's all I kept thinking when he kept ordering his coffee. I'm like, you're going to get diabetes. You're going to get diabetes. Yeah, what is it, though, double sweet? What does that mean? I guess two, like, sh- two sugars? Right. Or, I mean, is two sugars really that sweet? 
I would think he's getting extra sugar. Like he's probably getting four sugars in that. I don't know. I was just going two because I mean double strong, double sweet. I don't yeah. Know. So my thing is, what's a standard you coffee? Know what? I'll go to I'll go to Starbucks tomorrow and ask for a double. Just, say hey, what's a double sweet? And they'll look at me like I'm an idiot. And they'll go get the yeah. fuck out of here. No, get just walk here, up, Brian. walk up to him and just say coffee, Jamaican blend, double strong, double sweet. And if they go, all right, O'Brien, and then then they're cool. No, if they say, all right, O'Brien, then you know they've been replaced. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but they're not right. If somebody's they're, gotten to them. Starbucks has been infiltrated somehow. Someone's gotten to you. Normally, I find episodes of anything annoying when uh, throughout the episode that I'm watching or book that I'm reading, <laughs> whatever the case may be, when someone is constantly going, they got to you, man. I'm like, I'm mad. Did you not like the mystery nature of this episode? I thought it was really good. I was just trying to figure out who got to what. Yeah. I figured, being Trek, I figured O'Brien was the one in the wrong. Like something was wrong with him. I don't know. Yeah. And, and that kind of got backed up, I guess, when he, he first wakes up. Because, you know, he's, he's rushing off to the, the Prada system or something because he's into shoes. <laughs> and so he's, he's, he's trying to, to get there. But then he starts telling us his flashback story. Uh-huh. And he wakes up, you know, in his bed. Uh-huh. And, and he, no pants. No, there's nobody in bed with him. Which, he's got a you know, scar on his side. And he's in, a, he's in a tub full of ice. And it's his, you got... 20 minutes to call the hospital. I just took your kidney, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you almost said liver and we know that nobody's ever going to steal an Irishman's liver. <laughs> so we move on from that, but he gets up and Keiko's already eating breakfast and Molly's eating breakfast. And he's like, Oh, you know, it's like five 30 in the morning. What the hell? And she, Oh, I got this thing at school. I got all these essays I got to do. Grade homework, grade, grade, grade. I'm now, a teacher. I know that's bullshit because this is the first time I've heard her mentioning being a teacher since she became a teacher. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got the thing that Molly woke up at 530 in the morning and is sitting quietly eating breakfast. Yeah, that doesn't and it's like right. I've never seen a five-year-old do that yeah, shit. Yeah. She's a brat. My first instinct was <laughs> <She's> that <a laughs> she, like, uh, Keiko is leaving O'Brien and she woke up early trying to sneak out mm-hmm. and take the kid and was just he was never going to hear from her again. She's going to take a runabout and run off through the wormhole. She's, she's going to fly right into the wormhole. Yeah. She's going to the Starfleet women's shelter. And yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, and just a completely tangent because we never do that on this show. What? When I was in San Francisco uh, a couple of years ago this month, actually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I made a point to visit all the areas that are going to be Starfleet locations uh-huh. in 300 years. Uh-huh. And when I was going by uh, where the uh, Federation Council meets, there's actually a battered women's shelter mm. on that site right wow. now. Wow, interesting. So that's how much the Federation cares because they, in order to build their headquarters, they level a battered women's It's like, yeah, you, you broads go find somewhere else. Like, maybe yeah, it's you know. built on top of, maybe there's a battered women's shelter still in there. Oh, like in the basement? It's like, yeah, you know, yeah. underground yeah. Seattle or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Stranger, underground. Stranger things have happened, right? Sure. In the upside down. In the <laughs> upside down. Dun, dun, but, dun. So Keiko gathers up Molly and she's going to take her. He's like, oh, I'll take Molly to, to daycare. No, no, no. I'm taking her with I got her. I got her. I got her. Okay. And, and it's a little too... Um, 
something's definitely going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's plainly obvious, by the way. Everyone's like, no, 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 we got it, we got it. Don't worry about it. Well, and Jenny's idea that she's running off to the shelter. Um, yeah. Don't touch my kid. Yeah. Don't ever touch my daughter again. And so she's off, you know, to do that. And he has his coffee because that's that's what he does every day yeah. is have his coffee. Double sweet, double black or whatever the fuck Double it whiskey. Is. And so he's on his way to work. And uh, I guess the reason he went to the Protest system is there's going to be this peace conference. Yes, yeah, so there's a peace conference. And, and he's got all these security protocols that he's supposed to do for mm-hmm. the Protest when they show up. Mm-hmm. And, and he gets so there. He, uh, and somebody is like, dude. Uh, why are you doing this? Who told you to do this? This is bullshit. Shouldn't we talk to fucking Odo? He's security. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, old man. Exactly. He's like, yeah, the captain, uh, Commander Cisco uh, said, and in, in, he's, like, he's not going to do that without telling me, well, I guess you have to take it up with him. Yeah, you got to take it up with that guy because you're Cause, a dick. Because you're me. You're a robot or something. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> I said that out loud. Ah, ah. Remember what? Uh, I said you're, you're, uh, the, you're, I, I can't even come up with anything. You're just a robot. You're a really nice guy, O'Brien. No, that's not what Thanks you said. Thanks for helping me out. <laughs> that's not what you said. And so, <laughs> you know, he, he storms off to see, uh, you know, find out, like, you know, what the fuck, you know, is going on. Now, and wouldn't, when he's, wouldn't the ensign outrank O'Brien here? Technically. Except positionally, no, because O'Brien's the operations chief. He's in charge of operations. But technically, he does outrank uh, O'Brien. Yes, because O'Brien's a chief petty officer. Yeah. And, and, and and an ensign is like a fresh out of college officer, dude. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So one day, this guy will be O'Brien's boss. Quite possibly, yeah. But by the time that happens, usually the chiefs are retired. Okay. Yeah. And chiefs don't really care either. Yeah, but, nobody yeah. likes ensigns. Exactly. But uh, so O'Brien's, you know, leaves to, you know, go see what the hell's going on. And that's when he almost runs into Keiko talking to Cisco uh, on the promenade. Uh, mm-hmm. Like their little secret rendezvous or you something. You know yeah. how black dudes feel about Chinese ladies. I thought she was Japanese in this. Whatever, man. Whatever. Whatever. You're Asian steaming cream. Yeah. He's like trying to set up so. Uh, if I come by at uh, four o'clock, you got any appointments for the steaming cream? She's like, oh, oh no, I don't have a, a client at four o'clock. You're more than welcome to come by and get your massage, Mr. Boom Boom So Brother. And she's like, yeah, oh, I'll come by at four o'clock, yeah. Oh, hey, O'Brien, what's up? And then Keiko hey, instantly what? loses the accent. She's like, oh, hey, O'Brien. I mean, Miles. <laughs> Why were you talking like that? Talking like what? I don't know. Oh, because uh, Jake has really bad grades. <laughs> yeah, Jake's real dumb. I, I, well, yeah, I mean, don't we don't get. To, we're getting ahead of it though, because he hasn't even got to the bad grade lies yet. I mean, the lies are lies, but I mean, he's I, the one thing I didn't like how they kept flashing back to the present. Because you, you can always tell where the commercials are. Yeah, <laughs> and so it, it comes back and the shuttle, uh, the runabouts flying by. And he's like, "Who could have known at the time that everything was as horrible as it was going to be?" You know, that whole weird foreshadowing yes. shit. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, you know, I thought commercial. it was maybe, <laughs> I thought it was maybe a commercial or possibly my birthday, which I hate in September. That's absolutely the worst. God, this better not be. I was hoping at the end of the episode it was just going to be a, a big birthday party surprise. Me too. You like hit that, your head. It actually is September. That would have been the best. That that would have made this the best Star Trek episode. If this was all just a clever <laughs> ruse to have O'Brien have a cool birthday. But, you know, he awesome. steals the shuttlecraft, rushes back to Planet Prada. And when he gets there, they're like, you know, shoe presents. Surprise. Surprise. Well, isn't that the movie, The Game? Have you ever seen the game? Yes, with the David uh, Fincher films. Yeah, and Sean Penn. Yep, it's his birthday, right? Like it's yeah. just a big birthday celebration. Spoilers, but yeah. I, I the weird part is I haven't seen the entire film, but I saw like ten minutes of the end, and I was like, "Well, that sucks." And because yeah. I've, I've heard the game's a good <laughs> film, but it's like there's no point in watching it because I know. And what so happened. now you've ruined it for everyone it's else. Still who worth hasn't watching. Seen it. Oh yeah, it was a good movie. I enjoyed right. it. Because I've, I've never seen Sixth Sense because of the same reason. My sister ruined it for me. That they all like ice cream. They're all dead. Oh, Jesus. All trying dead. to say Everyone's that. dead. We're all dead inside, Ben. <sighs> and the kid the looks at Bruce Willis and said, what's in the box? What's in what's the, the box? box? <laughs> and then he pulls out his own head. <laughs> He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's meta, bro. And then the movie's over. <laughs> So I think we just wrote the greatest movie ever right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's twist upon twist. I, I don't think you wrote the greatest movie so much as you, you mashed up the greatest. Whatever, movie. Ben. You it's took the best parts from all these other details. Good, Did you do it? And then what, there's a, what's the, the hook? Then What's the hook? There's an origami swan on the table where the decapitated head is. And Whoa. it's spinning so you don't know if they're actually dreaming or not. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, the origami swan yeah. or the head? The head, both. both. They're both, they're both No, but are they spinning opposite or in unison? Well, they're on a lazy Susan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But now, when you say lazy Susan, it's not actually the little table, the round table in the middle with the wheels that spin no. around. It's a lady it's named Susan. a lady Susan. named yeah. Susan who's spinning. Who's very lazy. On her. Yeah, she hasn't, and she has like, very... Get, she has very hairy legs because she hasn't shaved in a really long time, and her and hair they're is like muffy. Susan, get off the fucking table! And she's like, I don't feel like I'm it. so lazy. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Can you get this for me? Uh, why is why is there a swan on my stomach? And then he, and then they say, okay, it's time to get up, Susan. They open the curtains, and then outside is the head and the arm of the Statue of Liberty, bro, because they blew it up. You maniacs! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Best movie ever. Yeah, I, I, I'll go ahead and rate this uh, out of nine. I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. I mean, that's a good ranking. <laughs> we'll just call it shocker. Shocker. <laughs> and and that that'll be the uh, the, the symbol. The, 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 the like the, on the posters, it's a little black and white <laughs> shocker. Directed by M Night Shyamalan. Ding dong. The twist. The Titty Twister. Starring Val Kilmer. <laughs> I'd watch that. I love Val Kilmer. Did I started get... following Val Kilmer on uh, Facebook after I found out about uh, Citizen Twain. Oh, really? He's on Facebook? Well, I was going through my uh, Mark Twain fetish. Huh. And he was doing a st- – and then we saw him on Sunday morning uh, a few weeks later, which was really weird. It's like, wow, there's a lot of Twain in my life suddenly. 
I'm going to like Val Kilmer, just like you, Ben. Like, Does it say one of your friends likes this yes, page? Yes, it says Ben McCormick, Jenny Zell, and 19 other friends. This is, nice. the, this is the official Val Kilmer, this, excuse me, Val's official page for all news, Cinema Twain, and art info. It's you a have very 21 friends who went out of their way to go find Val Kilmer's page. Uh, Val, like like, Val Kilmer's pretty great. I, I mean, like him. He's one of the a, best Batman. It's a very old picture of Val Kilmer they're using now. Yeah. In the profile picture. He posts, he posts a lot. Um, and he does a lot of selfies. That's cool. So it's, and he likes ascots. I mean, how do you not like ascots? Well, especially if you get the little trig thing, you just, it helps. Ouch. Oh, you think he's got? You think he's got the cancer? I don't know if he has the cancer, but he did. There was a breathing thing, and I've seen the pictures where he. It's very indicative of him having had mm-hmm. something happen there. He did get something. And, I can't remember. Yeah. If it was and then so he wore the ascot for a long time just to kind of cover it up. Pretty, he looks pretty skinny there. Well, that was the thing, because remember, he went through that stage where he was was fat Kilmer. Yeah, he looked like and, a fat lesbian. And then he got uh, thin again. <laughs> and people were like, oh, my God, you've got cancer. You're so thin. And his, he's like, well, no, I got thin because I've got this part as Mark Twain that I've been working on. But, you know, what will make you fuckers happy? I mean, I, I gain weight. Oh, he's too fat. I lose weight. Oh, he's too skinny. Wh- what should I look like? What Welcome should I be? Welcome to be a woman every yeah. fucking day. Yeah. What should I? Maybe he is a woman. Can that we? explains the fat lesbian look. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because Paul, oh, McCar- no. Paul McCartney looks like an old woman now. Angela Lansbury. Yeah, he does. Like, there was a picture, I guess Ringo Starr tweeted a picture of Ringo and Paul together. And you're like, wow, Paul McCartney looks like an old art teacher lesbian. Like, he looks really, really weird. He's had way too much work done. Yeah. Just be thought- old, Paul. Just be old. Angela Lansbury. Yeah. He's, he's, he's getting ready for the Murder, She Wrote reunion. Mm-hmm. I would love to watch a Murder, She Wrote Paul McCartney. That'd be so great. A zuba zuba booba doo. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Let's pitch that to Paul McCartney. A Murder, She Wrote starring Paul McCartney. We could just take old Murder, She Wrote scripts and cross mm-hmm. out where they call her whatever her name is on that show because I never see oh, it. Oh, Jessica? Yeah, and just say Paul. Sir Paul. <laughs> and just throw in some boobies or whatever that he likes. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be a great show. People would go bonkers for that show. I would absolutely watch it. See, that's what I'm saying. Of course you would. Well, Ben, you would too because Jenny would watch it. And who doesn't want to see Paul McCartney solve murders? I, I want to see Angela Lansbury solve murders. Is she still alive? Yeah. Oh, okay, good for her. Like 87, 89. Hey-o. Very close to Paul McCartney's age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's almost Paul McCartney's age. Yeah. Paul. Sir Paul. She, she's almost as old as Paul McCartney looks. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Zeba zaba dooba daba. Oh, oh, Paul. So, Paul. I've lost track of what I was... Uh, I was doing this from memory, but then I had to start reading. Uh, Cisco's getting steam and cream. Yeah, he's getting... And like, so, uh, oh, I get you a four crock me, Cisco. Come by, bring your big brack penis. And so, he O'Brien goes on to work, because that's what all Irish dudes do when they see their, you know, Asian wives. Their foreign the wives fucking black dudes. Their boss. So he goes to work and he finds out, oh, you've got to get your physical 
And he goes, Bashir's like, you've got to come downstairs and let me put my finger in your butt. Yeah, and he's like, I'll be right there. <laughs> Is it Tuesday already? <laughs> <laughs> Today's not racquetball. <laughs> And uh, so he doesn't want to go, but he's like, nope. Oh, you know, the, the commander says you got to go. And no, no, no. I really like the medical uniforms they're wearing. Like that. It looks like, uh, if it's very cool, it looks like some weird, like American gladiators uniform that he has on. I'm really digging that. I thought that was cool. Who's that? O'Brien? Uh, O'Brien. He's wearing some weird, like, alf, some medical outfit. It's like... No, no, that, that's his... Uh, what do you call it? That's the... The schmock? Is the underneath? The is that what they call it? The smock? Like Whatever the, the thing that the patients... The, the stuff that lets your butt hang out when you yes. go to the hospital? Yeah, like the medical uniform. That's what I'm saying. Like the, 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 the no, gown. It's, the, it's a gown. The gown. The gown. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's the medical gown. Yeah, it's the a uniform. medical gown. And then O'Brien's getting looked at, and he's like, I know, I'm gonna, I'm dying. Tell me. I'm, that's why everybody's been acting weird. So he even thinks everybody's been acting weird towards him, and he thinks it's because he's going to die. And yeah. Brashear's it's because like, everybody's been seeing him, you know, getting his anus probed by Bashir. Everybody's been fucking his wife, yo. They all yes. go to the steaming cream, and they're like, shit, man, he's going to find out, though. She jerking all of us off. What That's why the on? exam had to take a lot longer because you know she was busy doing some more appointments. You can't you can't go up there. You can't and, leave yet. Well, and before he goes down to the medical thing, that's where the whole conversation about hey, why were you talking to Keiko this morning? Um, and he's like, uh, uh, Jake is retarded, and and, <laughs> and I have to I got to sleep with a teacher to get his grades up. <laughs> Jake is- <laughs> And, Mama sure does care about your schooling, boy. Oh, you know, really and, <laughs> and O'Brien, you know, and O'Brien Jake buys it. He's like, "Well, you know, it's too bad about your retarded kid, boss." <laughs> and goes on, you know, on his way. Oh, that was really funny. But uh, that was great. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and so then, you know, Bashir's like, you know, giving him his exam and asking him some questions, and he asks about his family. You know, how's your mom and dad doing? And I'm you know, dead. I did. Yeah, it's, it's like, Dude, it's my mother. She died. My, my mother died two years ago, and my father remarried uh, Hello, last mother. spring. Hello, father. Now, is that bullshit or what? Like, I don't know the O'Brien right. history to well, a knowing, knowing what we know at the end of this episode, it was a test. Mm-hmm. But we, I guess we don't know it now because we, we aren't in on the truth. Yeah. So, you know, it, I, and it was a cool way to keep us. And it's like now there's more suspicion. Like, why would, why would Julian ask about that? If, you know, shouldn't he already know? Yeah, maybe Julian's he's been replaced, been replaced by a robot. Well, yeah, they're, they're definitely going the whole Julian's been replaced thing. Uh, everyone has been replaced because everyone is acting strange. No one's listening to O'Brien. They're kind of going over his head. He's mm-hmm. getting really paranoid. Then they have dinner. That dinner scene was very well done. Oh, yeah, with the, the, yeah. the long glances and everything. Yeah, the long glances and, like, O'Brien picking at his stew, and she didn't want to eat the stew. She had a salad instead, and O'Brien's think he's being poisoned. And, again, this just all plays into the thing that no one likes O'Brien. They're really trying to poison him because he just sucks. And before that, though, I mean, because Jake's going to come over before dinner to, yeah. to work on his subspace transceiver. So, so far, Jake is the only one that seems normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know he's like, oh, all of a sudden yeah. Jake isn't feeling well. Yeah. 
Oh, wait. Oh, cough, cough. Yeah, Commander Sisko said he, he couldn't come over. But then it was also the weird thing when Jake met him up in the hall on the way. And he's like, yeah, I got this science project. And, you know, could you help me build a subspace transceiver? Oh, sure. I used to build them all the time when I was a kid. But then he's like, you know, maybe it, uh, you know, help get your grades up. And Jake is like, no, dog, I ain't retarded. I got you, good grades. What, you racist? You racist. You think because I'm black, I'm dumb? You motherfucking Irish pig? And, and so then it's like, whoa, Jake has good grades? Then why? That's not no. what those websites said. Those all right websites. So then we're back to why the fuck is my wife banging Cisco? Yeah. Now Jake is banging Cisco too, though. So now it's going to get real weird. What? <laughs> What well, was I said during while we watched the show? Yeah, though, I said Jake is banging Cisco, so it's gonna get real weird. Well, yeah, but see, technically it's, it's okay because he's not. Services. Well, no, he's not banging Commander Cisco. He's Jake Cisco, and yeah. since he's a teenager, he his hand technically counts oh. as Cisco. Yeah. And then he's so banging Keiko. He's Keiko's jerking him off too. She's like, "Oh, you have beacock just like your daddy. So huge in my hand." Well, yeah, but. Keiko like, does everybody. So like father, okay. like father, like son, so big, <laughs> so big. O'Brien penis, so tiny, so tiny. O'Brien have, O'Brien have little Irishman pee pee. Very embarrassing. But you, Jake, you have big, strong brackock. <laughs> feel, feel both my hands. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so, need extra help in here with your huge young brack cock. Oh, you'll be eighteen soon. Oh, <laughs> like how you wanted to move on, and then you threw that one in. Good job, Ben. <laughs> You're like so. Anyway, oh, you'll be eighteen. Soon. <laughs> like it just like it, the, the 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 terrible racistness of just wrapped you up like a blanket. And said, "Come here." Ben. He couldn't resist anymore. Oh, oh Jake Cisco, you honor with your presence of cock it, it, it is so massive and soft so big it, it, so big it, 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 what how can it be so firm yet so soft to the touch <laughs> it's because it is so young and untainted i feel like a big brack velvet snake <laughs> <laughs> someday i will be able to finish you off because you will be 18 and this will not be illegal <laughs> Uh, it's space, man. It's space. Different. different they're, they're, outside, they're outside the three mile limit. Yeah. yeah. The international waters of space. They're, <laughs> they're in international space. They're, yeah. they're fine. International space waters. That's how we yeah. get around. And, 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 but Bajor, the age of consent is 16, so it's okay. Yeah. Bajor, Alabama. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Well, no, Bajor, Alabama, it's 14. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. By the time you're 16, you're married with three kids. Yeah, to your cousin. Well, I didn't say you. What? What did I say? That, I said married. <laughs> that, that same cousin okay. just is redundant. Being redundant. Okay. I done got hitched. Hell, by the time you're 19, you're on your third husband and sixth kid. Um. So, yeah. So, Cisco wants to get O'Brien off of this whole security. He's like, no, no. DeCurtis has the security thing. Ends in you know, dingle shits. Don't worry about it, O'Brien. <laughs> dingle shits. You're, you're fine. Ends in dingle shits to do this. You go. We those upper pylons are fucked up again. And O'Brien's like, I just fixed that shit. Dingle shits. Yeah. Well, dingle shits probably broke it or something. I don't know. Go <laughs> check it out. 
A guy named Dingle Shits <laughs> is likely to do that. God, fucking Dingle Shits is such a dumbass. So then, you know, he's up there working on the, the upper pylons. He comes back down and he sees uh, Ensign Dingle Shits working on one of the security quarter, quarter, uh, now, quarters. Now, are you sure that's really his name? It might be DeCurtis. I don't okay. know. I'm pretty sure it might be Dingle Shits, too. Dingle Shits is good. Ends in Dingle Shits. That's, he, he's, I'm pretty sure it's Dingle Shits. I, I think I've read that in the – it's in the making of or something. Mm-hmm. It's, in, it's in that uh, book I read one time. So Brian gets there and he's like, hey, you know, you're still work, working on this. And he's like, yeah, you're supposed to be up on the pylon. <laughs> Bless you. And Thank he you. says, uh, well, yeah, let me check out the – you know, I spent all this time going through the security things. Let me check out the room. He's like, Tell oh, me what to do. It's, it's locked. And only uh, Major Kira can. We already when we came out of the room, it locked the door, and only Kira can open it. Yeah, with her vagina. So he calls up Kira. You know, he's got a. He's like, "Bitch, I, I can fucking make a call from right here." What? And he's like, "Hey, Major Kira, I need the code." And all of a sudden, Cisco's like, "Whoa, whoa, dude, what are you doing down there? Shouldn't you be on the pylon? Yeah, you gotta be doing something else, bro. You're in the wrong place." Uh, God damn, you, you let an Irishman get drunk once on work, and then he's gonna fucking wander yeah. around. Get back uh, upstairs. They get were to work. because uh, Kira was at the steaming cream, getting her clitoris rubbed on. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was the the three for one special day. Oh, your clitoris so big. <laughs> he's- it's largest, the Miles Dick. It's the largest <laughs> clitoris I've ever seen. It, it, it remind me of of Irishman Dick from O'Brien Grandfather. <laughs> he looked like you have extra finger down there. Very big, very big clitoris. <laughs> very interesting. You make point and say, "Come here <laughs> with clitoris." I've never seen so big, so big. All Bijon had big clitoris like you, Kira. Why you have clitoris have ridges? <laughs> Like ripple chip. But <laughs> <laughs> Joe and have Regis. So then uh, O'Brien's, you know, he's like, all right, I'm going to get back to work. Well, he goes around the corner, but of course, being a sneaky Irishman, he stops on the corner and looks back and he sees DeCurtis go into the room that he supposedly couldn't lock. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? These guys, yeah. they're not very good. And see, I'm thinking O'Brien should have gone right back there and just start beating on the door. That's the Irish thing to do. Yeah. Fucking open the door. God damn it, you fucking bitch. I know your dingle shits is in there. <laughs> your dingle shit. Fuck you, dingle shits. You're really pissing me off. But uh, I have an appointment at the steaming cream. Let me in. So O'Brien go is back to the steaming cream. O'Brien gets back to the promenade and runs into Jake again. And Jake's like, yeah, I found this old porn magazine and it had the instructions on how to make this little dubaflager for the science thing. Mm-hmm. And I can, I got x-ray goggles too, man. I can see some shit. It's going to be awesome. It's great. And, and I'm going to be so strong. I'm going to be muscular in like five weeks. So those guys don't kick virtual sand in my face. So, you know, O'Brien's like, hey, Jake, you know, uh, anything happened while I was gone? And Jake's like, no, I totally mm. didn't get jacked off by your wife. <laughs> we did not run a train on Keiko, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, nothing. What? Why would you even ask that? Like, why, why would you even think that? I mean, she was. I'm underage. What? No, I don't have the velvet hard cock. What? <laughs> no. 
That's illegal on Earth. Oh, no. Golly, Mr. O'Brien. Just don't kiss your wife when you come home from work if you catch my drift. See you later, O'Brien. Because, <laughs> like, eight dudes nutted on her face. I mean, nothing. <laughs> I I'd ask you if you that. like how my cock tastes when you kiss your wife, but, I mean, how could you tell with those eight <laughs> others? You're a robot. Whoa, this is getting <laughs> weird. And before you can say too much, though, Major Kira's like, hey, hey. Hey, Jake, shut the fuck up, buddy. You're going to ruin you know, this I- for everybody. Ixnay on the arty pay. <laughs> um, Runk de Riche. Gang bang. And May. <laughs> uh, fuck his whore wife. And what? <laughs> what? Oh. So then... Uh, there's a lot of suspicious shit going on. Yeah, yeah. So he works on it, and he finds out that, oh, yeah, this shit's broke all right up here on these upper pylons, but it's, like, down deep, and there's no way that it could have accidentally done it. This shit's deliberate. So he goes home. But how are you feeling at this point? Do you think this is all O'Brien? Like, is everyone against O'Brien? What is happening here? Oh, the, the, the senior staff has been replaced by, uh, like, he's traveled to an alternate dimension and, mm-hmm. and they're evil. I think this was about the point that I started feeling like it was the episode from TNG where um, Crusher yeah. was, like, in the alternate universe. And what do we say? Remember me. Okay, yeah. And, like, she was the only actual person in this Okay. This bubble. little mini universe or whatever. Okay. And the bubble's shrinking and people are disappearing yes. one by one. Okay. Yes. Because like he was asking the computer for all this information and it was kind of like just giving him the bare minimum of what he was allowed to get. And yeah, he was really skill checking the computer here, man, for those fans of uh, role-playing games. He was just rolling dice to see if he could hit anything. Yeah. He's like, is there a fucking... Uh, weird fucking tracheons is there i mean he even asked at one point for like what's uh, uh a psychic behavior or anything like that a telepathic yeah. yeah is there a bit of telepath around and she's like nope 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 and i noticed that the computer was really short with him too yeah and that's and that's why it made me it kind of led me to believe that like okay this can't be everybody against o'brien mm-hmm. everybody and everything the computer. yeah even the computer is like nope 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 no like they're not giving him anything so it's like man o'brien is fucked like so then yeah but he gets the idea to play back every log what a crazy person all right yeah he was starting to get i want to read everybody's fucking diary for the last uh day unfortunately cisco had deleted all of his emails from his private server yeah what's on those emails lock him up 30k him up Lock 30,000 missing log entries from that day. Look, if the Klingons are listening, if you can come up with those 30,000 emails, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, that'd be really awesome. Lock him up. Lock him up. Yeah. And O'Brien uh, realizes that, you know, he's listening to him. He's on the couch kind of napping out while he's listening to him talk he about regular shit. Pulling his cock out when Kira starts doing hers about her and then clitoris. And then all of a sudden, access restricted. Whoa! And he's like, what? And it happens to st- – the restriction starts when he came back. I don't understand. Why can't I read anyone's fucking private thoughts? Why can't I hear all their <laughs> logs? This is ridiculous. What kind of world are we living in where I'm eavesdropping on everyone without them knowing? And now I can? This is bullshit. It's, see, my thing is, though, Star Trek at this time and this – I guess goes toward how we understood computers in the eighties and nineties. 
because this whole internet thing was new. We were, we were all on AOL. Like you'll see a lot of interviews from this time period about Star Trek, uh, TNG and DS9. And it'd be like, Oh, and producer blah, blah, blah gave this interview on AOL. And you're like, mm-hmm. on what? The who knew? And you know, we all had AOL, so it's okay. Yeah, right? we all did. We, we all had cool. AOL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the kids today don't know what AOL is. No, they have no idea what that is. You've got mail. But, um, so, no, what I was about to say, though, is that because he goes back to ops and has to do physical things yes. to the computer to, to break the security. Like, you can secure parts of a computer physically is what this is telling me. Like there's actually a giant padlock on the server. Well, yeah, you know, know, you've got your password and your your private files and stuff, but then you can put like all these little data traps that are these physical things and jumpers and shit that you can bypass to access data. Yeah. And it's, it's just really, because I know you can like, there's jumpers you can do to reset passwords on, on, uh, on routers and shit like that. So I, I, I got that. So IT nerds shut the fuck up. I understand. But I'm saying <laughs> that this is a whole nother level of this. This is like without like clearing it because that's like a master reset where this is, he's like, yeah, if I, I run the scanner here and, and, and jiggle this and, and put some tin foil on my head. Put my I could, dick in this. Yeah. So it, it was just really weird. And that's when he finds out that, oh, here's all these uh, hidden logs. But then the logs that he listens to, he, he knows something's up. But they're still not talking about everything because it's like they expected him to be able to do this. Yeah. So they were even then were keeping it. Uh, On the hush-hush. <laughs> right? And, like, they'd read all of his logs and even his personal logs. And so he's like, yeah, I hope even they. Even his sexy letters to his wife. Yeah, that was kind of. It was kind of gross. Yeah. I don't know why. Like It was weird. Like, I, I don't, didn't want to hear about his sexy letters to his wife. Why is he saving them on his computer? Well, why wouldn't you? Because you can masturbate to it later. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's valid. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, mean, I do with like all the, your emails. Yeah. <laughs> Even the boring ones. Pick I mean, I should, oh, no, I mean not me, though. Not me. <laughs> Pick up milk on the way home from work. God, oh. I'm so hard <laughs> right now. <laughs> This is the best. I love how she misspells milk. Oh, Uh, Uh, I love milk in my mouth. All over my face. Yeah, that's our code word for butt play. (laughs) Oh, she said get milk. That means we're going to do pegging again. (laughs) So get cottage cheese. Oh, God, I don't know if I'm ready for that. So then um, this, so what happens here then? So yeah, he, uh, he breaks in, he listens to the logs and then, uh, the next thing we know, he's down at the airlock and he's meeting a transport from Bajor because Odo's been out of town for a oh, while. We're just getting to Odo. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. then he thinks Odo's going to be on his side and he's like, yeah, Odo, we'll see what, whatever happened. Yeah. It happened while Odo was gone too. Yeah. So he's like, Oh yeah. Odo, there's all this crazy shit going on. And Odo's believing him. He's Odo's like, like oh, yeah, okay. Nice. All right. All right. Yeah. I got you. Let me take some notes. Okay. All right, buddy. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Odo's buying it. Like Odo's, Odo seems like he's down for the cause. And then right. Brian goes back and he's like, cool. Now I've got an ally in this thing. And it, now we'll get to the bottom of this. And then 
Well, Odo's a lot better at playing along than everybody else is. But is I think I don't think Odo was in on this yet. No, I don't think I, Odo was in on it yet either. I think Odo is his lifeline. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, maybe he's not crazy. Yeah. And then uh, well, now he feels better. He goes to get a drink at Quark's. And, uh, and Quark know. seems okay at first, too. And then Quark is like, uh, when are we going to play racquetball again? Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, the odds are against you, O'Brien. And, you know, what the fuck you mean by that, big ears? And he's like, oh, racquetball. Yeah, no wonder why nobody likes you, dickhead. <laughs> Racist. Yeah. Jerk. You fucking dickhole. And so O'Brien's back at, you know, he's called back to Odo's office, and Odo goes down. And it's like, yeah, you know, there's the Prada the Prada rebels, Prada, yeah. and they, uh, you know, there's all these messages and shit. So he's like, yeah, we better cancel the security thing. Sure, buddy. Sure. Well, no, Odo's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's that bad. Uh, and then all of a sudden, everybody comes in with phasers on him, and it's like, just you know, stay calm, and we got you there, buddy. Don't make us shoot your fucking face off. And so O'Brien goes some crack on you. Well, he, he reaches under his sleeve and he made this little gizmo and he has a flashbang grenade or whatever. And he sets that off and it blinds everybody. Ooh. He runs out. Now they're all Stevie Wonder. He yes. grabs Kira's gun and, you know, he takes out a couple of guards in a very awkward fight scene. That, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like it was very slow. Like they just kind of went like, shoot, Pew. shoot. Yeah, very, very poorly done here. This is very poorly done. I wonder if they were supposed to have speeded that up or something. I don't know, but it looked really shitty. Well, see, and when I saw it, I was like, and that's why Bajor was occupied for 70 years. Yeah, because yeah. these guys are a bunch of dickholes. They can't do, these guys couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. They wouldn't hit fucking water if they fell out of boat. They couldn't fucking hit the drunk Irishman. Yep, they uh, couldn't get a fucking hit in blackjack, these assholes. And so he's uh, he's trying to beam straight to the, uh, the ship, but, oh, can't do it. The computer's not going to let him. And that's when he gets rid of his uh, comm badge. And it's funny, this is when I noticed when he rips off his comm badge, you can see the thing that connects it to his shirt Yeah, for a moment. Mm-hmm. So as, as somebody who is fascinated by these uniforms... For me, it was like, ooh, I need to, to freeze frame that and, and see how do, mm, how do they do that? I can't wait to see how that works. Mm, mm, yes. Mm, mm. And so he's going to run to the, the runabout, but then he gets stopped by the uh, f- uh, force fields. And that's a standard t- you know, Star Trek thing where yeah. you, you, you put the force fields up at the junctions in the corridors. Well, he's like, okay, if I can't get through, neither can you. Yeah. So he sets up his own force fields and ties them to their force fields. So the only way to get to him is to take down all of them. So he runs through there. He gets in a Jeffrey's uh, tube. Well, he yeah. runs in the Jake at some point. Oh, yeah. 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 Jake runs, is like, oh, hey, what's up? The well, crazy no, white he, man's here. I think he was actually coming to get Jake because he thought Jake was the only person who wasn't yeah. batshit. Yeah. And then when he runs up there, you know, Jake's like, he's here. And that's Dude, I when, don't you understand know, why he just didn't blast him. And they go blast a kid. But it's not like the whole thing is very like. Yeah, but he's going to have PTSD now if he kills a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying. But I mean, he blasted that one dude. No problem. What? That's a dude in uniform. I'm just know that he just looked like some guy wearing a Steve Harvey suit got blasted. Yeah, well, that's the Bajoran uniform. Is and the it Steve wasn't Harvey the commander's suits. son. I, I think that's the problem. Should have just smoked him. Yeah, it's like, I know you, you fucked my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but who didn't? 
So I gotta kill all you motherfuckers. I'm gonna go Riker on your shit. Yeah, fucking blow space the station, station, son. But he does manage to escape, and he gets yep. in his his shuttlecraft, and then Takes off, off he goes. He tries to call Admiral Roman at uh, Starbase 401. And Admiral Roman's like, yeah, just go back. Like, You're fine. Go back. Yeah, now, mm-hmm. that, now at this point, I'm going, okay, it's got to be O'Brien. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if it's all the way up to the Admiral, the Admiral. Well, no, we've seen this before, remember, with uh, first season, with the little worm dudes that yeah, the worm got dudes. Nick. I don't think the conspiracy. This, yeah, but I don't think this is worm dude conspiracy. I think this is just O'Brien being a crazy no, fuck. The, the oh. worm dudes are back, and he messed it because he called Admiral Roman on Station 401. He should have called Station 409 because they would have been to work before he was. That was horrible, Ben. Yeah, that was a bad one. That's a hey, bad one. Call them like you see them. <laughs> so uh, can't yeah. all be winners. Hey, nope, look, the, C- the Cubs can't win this series every year. That, that's you know, <laughs> that's right. It's true. So then uh, he's like, okay, some shit's going on. This shit's all the way up to the admirals. So he turns the the runabout around and goes to the wormhole. Starts heading to the uh, Prada system, and the uh, other runabouts chasing him. So he's like, okay, uh, let me veer off to this other. He does some some tricky shits that goes back to his tactical officer stuff, where he like goes into a polar orbit, turns off all of his engines, and yeah, he's doing some sneaky shit, man. It's pretty pretty interesting. He's, he knows his way around the tactical yeah, I'm pretty shit. Impressed, yeah. And then he watches where they go, and when they break off, he follows them, beams down to where they beam down at. And uh, that's when he runs into the, uh, you know, the, the command rebels. crew and, and the rebels. Because he like, thinks, oh, like, this shit. is some kind of rebel conspiracy to, like, continue the Civil War or to kill a bunch of people. He's gone totally conspiracy theory nuts. Mm-hmm. And, o- and O'Brien's there. and uh, Well, see, that's a, the, the rebel is like, hey, just calm down, Irish dude. Let me open this door and everything will be explained. And it's just going to be a bunch of guys fucking cake. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what you expect, <laughs> but nope. It's a birthday. Not a birthday. Yeah, he opens the door. And it's he a, goes to open the door, and he gets shot. Yeah, he gets and, blasted. And when he gets shot, he goes down, and the door opens. And, and it's O'Brien. It's O'Brien on a table. <gasps> and then uh, Bashir tries to help the O'Brien that got shot, and... Uh, they're talking about how accurate the copy is. It's like, it's amazing. It's such a good copy. Man, I can't believe how awesome that copy is. The replica. I don't even call him a replicant, right? A replicant, yeah. Which is weird that they use the term replicant because it's so kind of synonymous with Blade um, Runner, yeah. With Blade Runner. But yeah, they just call him a replicant. So you're like, oh, okay, I know what he is. He's a, he's a clone robot. Yep. And, and so that's he's like, yeah, he's so accurate because even Bashir said, yeah, he passed a a, a physical with you know, clean bill of health. Exactly the same as it yeah. does. Usually, I can tell when a prostate's different, but this yeah, is exactly this. the same. I even had to get up close with this one with my tongue. It tastes, tastes the, the same. same. <laughs> Jenny and I are right there, man. <laughs> and so, as as the replicant, you know, slowly dies, he looks up at the real O'Brien and he's like, you know, tell Keiko I love her and dies. Weird. That was a little sad. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I felt like the ending was kind of anticlimactic after all that. And then it's just the replicant just dies. Like, they don't figure out what he's trying to do. Well, no, he was like, 
they kind of figured it out like he was trying to assassinate someone they thought yeah. that he you know why would he come back here i don't know it was well, it, it, it's like o'brien said he, he would have come back to try to find the answers he would have yeah. tried to save you know the the peace talks or whatever yeah it's just so the so the replicant didn't do its job yeah because it didn't get the trigger it was until it received it's kind of like uh was the manchurian candidate uh-huh. until until angela lansbury get calls him and says something about you know you know uh what uh uh a lot of angela the, lansbury on the show today i like it <laughs> yeah uh, she was the queen of hearts yeah yeah and in, in the manchurian candidate mm-hmm. starring frank sinatra i can't remember what the the trigger was on that his name yeah, I can't remember to watch. That, that was the the whole thing with uh, McCain, when it was like, the fo- you're in the White House. If he got elected president, that he's in the White House. The phone rings, and he's like, "Hello." And he's like, "Oh, is this John McCain?" And he's like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, John Sidney McCain." And then his face just kind of glazes over, and then he receives his instructions from the Queen of Hearts. So he never got the instructions. He never got the trigger word. Like so O'Brien can... just went out and did this all on his own. Well, so this fake O'Brien, though, was such a, a real copy of... It even had his consciousness? Well, it had his his hero- like his thoughts and stuff that he would think, because it's got his memories to fool, okay. like, oh, your mom died? What? So he had all oh. those tricks, and then... So that's why O'Brien said, oh, yeah, that's what all those wires on my head were. So it copied his memories and stuff, but it had those implanted triggers. Since it didn't get the triggers, it would respond the same way O'Brien would. And Mm -hmm. if O'Brien thought there was a conspiracy and that there was some sabotage on these peace talks, he would try to. No beastie voice. He would try to uh, save the day. And then even with his dying words saying that he loved Keiko. Weird, man. I'm surprised so, O'Brien didn't kill him after that. You did my damn wife. Keep your hands off her, you son of a gun. Well, you know, then he's dead. Yeah. And he's the real O'Brien is actually jealous now because, you know, the sweet release of death is what he's been wanting all yeah. these years. <laughs> you son of a bitch, you beat me <laughs> you, to it. You took everything from me. Now, at what point did the switch happen? When he was at the peace talks. Okay. Or on the way back. Okay. But now see, I know Jenny locked in on the probing the orifices during the medical exam. So, you know, are you nearly finished? I believe you poked into every orifice in my body. That Mm. whole thing. And so she made her little lewd comments. (laughs) I was making the comments before he even said that. Like, I knew what he was going for. Well, yeah, but see, the thing is, is that we kind of glazed over during the exam there's a portion of the dialogue where Bashir basically has his, his hand on O'Brien's balls. Yeah. <laughs> when he's like cough. Yeah. You know, he's coughing. He's yeah. like, how's, you know, how's how's your your sense of humor seems normal. And he's like, I don't have a sense of humor. Cough. Ha. Huh. How's the sex life? I don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. Ha cough, ha ha. Yep. But that, that whole thing with the coughing, when you cough, yeah, he's touching your dick. The, the guy, guys yeah. in the audience know that's when the doctor cups your balls so yeah. you can check for a hernia. Interesting. So they still do the, uh, even though they got these state-of-the-art tricorders, they still do well, the ball well, they, grab. They don't Brian's have to old, do the ball grab. School. He just wanted to. Yeah, he's like, I want to grab your balls with my mouth. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't actually oh. have to physically check oh. the prostate. 
Oh. But he just wants to. Oh. 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 Yeah, I get it. But yeah, um, overall, I'd say this was a really good episode. I liked it. Yeah. Even I though knew- the ending was a little weird. I liked the mystery. I like the mystery too. I knew that O'Brien was the wacky one, um, but it was just a matter of how it was going to end for me. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see him being a replicant. I thought maybe he would have had some kind of like chip in him or something. Like after the meeting with the the, the he was. I, I had a. Was he I had brainwashed? Theories. Yeah. Was he brainwashed? Was but I didn't think the replicant. I thought that was a cool thing. I thought yeah. he might have been like in a coma or something, or like um, you know, being held captive, and they were like putting him into like a matrix or something, and just trying to figure out like what he would do, like watch him punch in codes to get into the mm-hmm. computer or something that, like that. Well, they did that with uh, Jordy in the movie, remember? They stuck with the thing his in visor. his visor, yeah. Yep. So, yep, that's plausible. All these things are Star Trek plausible. Yeah, uh, but I wasn't gonna... disappointed in the, the ending, so. No, I thought it was good. I'm going to give the episode a seven. Yep, I say seven. I agree. <gasps> Lucky sevens. We need music when we all agree. Well, no, but please note, Dennis isn't here. It's true. Uh, he would have given. I, I will vote for Dennis and say I give it a five. <laughs> Dennis, we got episodes. Dennis is the spoiler on this it, one. It's it's the the thin thinly veiled uh, racism and the uh, the. Uh, no, that was all us, and there was nothing thinly veiled about that. I, I you know what? I even go so far as to say we may have went too far with some of those uh, Stephen <laughs> Cream jokes. Frankly, See, I, 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 I get concerned. I get concerned that I'm going to drop some huge racial no-no at work and everybody's going to gasp <coughs> and I'll be just, no, no, it's okay. I was doing the Mark Twain voice. It's okay. It's okay. Rachel Ray. It's not okay. It's not okay. It was Rachel Ray. You have to know your audience. Well, see, look, boy, what I'm trying to tell you is sometimes <laughs> these colors, they get upset when you, you talk funny about them. That's all I'm saying. Now, goddamn. You got to know, know your audience. That's all. <laughs> and then I'm I'm written up and, and, and fired. And it's like, no, it was the crazy Southern voice. That's okay. That's not podcast life, Ben. That's work. Yeah. Yep. There's a Didn't big they dip- do a song about podcast life? No, that's Pod blur. Life. That's blur. blur. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Pod life. Pod yeah, pod life. life. <laughs> pod life. Oh, open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm pod sorry, Dave. Life. I can't do that for you. So there you go, everybody. That was a good episode. I like that one a lot. You know what we'll do next time we talk to Dennis, we'll ask him what he thought of this episode. And it's thinly veiled racism yes. and uh, hatred but I, of the but Asian I really, people. But I really enjoyed it, man. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. And O'Brien, everybody loves O'Brien, except me. I think he's kind of a dick. Well, see, that was the the not so successful spinoff after Voyager was Everybody Loves O'Brien. <laughs> it only lasted one season. It lasted one episode good. and he's like, everybody leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> oh, Miles. I hate all of you. Why won't death just come for me? <laughs> what do I have to do? And then, you know, the, the twist, of course, is that he's alone on the runabout just flying deeper into space by himself. Be- the twist would be that he's dead, and then he wakes up and he's like, "This is the best thing ever. I'm dead." Woo! And then all the rest of the crew are there. Yeah, and he's like, "No, it's Bajoran heaven. We get to be here together." No, no. <laughs> fuck you guys. Stovokor, cough. 
<laughs> Ghosts can't cough. Uh, uh. Now it's just gay, not even with a medical pretense. <laughs> it's just gay. <laughs> but I don't even mind. That's what makes it sexy. <laughs> now we don't have to cover it up. So. Has anybody seen Jay? <laughs> Is he 18 yet? Nothing. It doesn't count if he's a ghost. <laughs> Age ain't nothing but a number. Why is Cisco pissing on me? <laughs> trip, trip, trip. There you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for recording. Ben and Jenny, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. And, and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Arrivederci. Goodbye. Bye.